Welcome everybody to a bonus episode of the Righteous Brick Podcast from sunny Los Angeles, California. This is JL Covan. This is weird. I didn't want to post this on social media because I don't need well wishes and I don't need uh, uh, whatever from most people who don't actually sort of actively follow or support my comedy career. So I figured I would share with you guys the sort of good news, bad news related to half blackface. Um, my hopefully forthcoming special, maybe never, maybe just the, the dustbin of, of history, I don't know. But got a call today from the person who filmed it and who has been communicating with the person who, is, who had agreed to sell it, market it. And it was, a, it was an interesting morning. I got a decent night's sleep. Um, had a great workout yesterday. I took a sick day from work because I just can't really find the, the concentration uh, to work. Uh, it causes me an incredible amount of stress that is just, I don't know, not, not normal because I don't really care that much but it just it looms over every day that the, the the fear of being fired just is looming every day and it's uncomfortable and I, I hate it um and it's weird also because it's like I joked with my friend Nick who I'm staying with I said if I got fired I'd probably be bummed for about two hours and then I'd breathe a sigh of relief um it's very weird uh but you know comedy has sort of given me that that sort of mindset of as long as I have a day job, then the inevitable failure of my comedy dream will not, it will, the, the landing will be softer. That's sort of what I've been dealing with for about 12 years, ever since I decided to earlier in my career go full time at comedy. So, with that depressing intro, I get a call today. I could just tell I had a, I had a feeling it was like not going to be good news. And it wasn't, but it was like sort of silver lining. But basically the person who was going to pitch the special wants to reshoot Half Blackface uh, more professionally uh, with, with some in the same spot, same place, same theater. Um, with, but, but just to, to fix uh, some technical issues, because the theater is very small that I performed in, uh, a burden, of course, of being not a big drawing person, despite however many comedy fans I have. I, I canceled one of the two shows for the recording because I didn't want two half-filled shows, which, which is, you know, my first two albums I recorded in this theater, and I sold the room out when I was nobody and had mediocre material. And then... All this happened, and I could barely sell out one show. So that, that was a function of, that was a necessity. That wasn't bad luck. I was just making the best of a mediocre career. And uh, leading up to the show, what made Half Blackface such a comedy miracle for me is that I had these grand visions of doing... Um, you know, weekends at clubs, like, hey, I've got this big fan base. So like, yeah, six shows in Raleigh, six shows in Philly, six shows, like I'll have, I'll have 45 headlining reps before I bust out this special recording and it'll be perfect. No, instead I had like five poorly attended warm-up shows in various cities. And that was it. That was, that was what I had to work with before filming the biggest special of my life. And I fucking stuck it. I, I crushed it. I, I fucking delivered an A plus. Like it felt, I don't know. It felt like a fucking miracle 
when I, when I, when I recorded that shit, because it wasn't just, oh, I did it. It was like, I fucking did it and I fucking nailed it. I fucking delivered the absolute best. And that still exists. And I could put it on YouTube right now, or I can, you know, obviously sell the album and all that, but it will not change my career. It will not do anything for me. Uh, in terms of moving me up any kind of ladder or or status or, or or bringing me to greater attention or acclaim within the industry, so I stick the landing on the fucking special, and apparently because the theater was so small, one of the cameras, the main camera, there's a sort of floorboard issue. I don't know exactly what it is. I haven't actually watched the footage. But there's some sort of floorboard issue that causes either some sort of vibration and, and the basic, and, and this is all, and I'm not even mad at anybody. I'm mad at the universe. Um, but basically what the person said was they want to reshoot it because they think it was really good. But that technically with this one issue, it will make it almost impossible. It can be edited, but then editing it. This is somebody who obviously knows this angle of the, the technical aspects of the business and, and, and filming things over many years. Editing out the vibration issue will affect, I guess, what the background looks like digitally or whatever, so that with that done, it will be very unlikely to be able to be sold to anybody. You know, it won't meet sort of specifications or, or requirements or, or whatever. So... My options are to reshoot and try to, it, I don't even know if I could replicate what I did. That's the scary thing because it was, it was, it wasn't luck because it was me. It was my skills. It was my talent. It was my writing, but it was luck that I was able to sort of really fucking crush the set in the way I did. I mean, my closing fucking bit basically was a bit I've never done because of the nature of the warm-up shows that I had. I never had a, a crowd big enough that I could really work certain bits. So if I'm being honest, I don't think I'll be able to replicate it. Not at my stage. If yes, if all of a sudden the, 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 the C parts and God says, actually, I've lined you up uh, 12 headlining gigs across the country, five shows each. Okay, then I could. Then I might even do something in A++. But that's not happening. I don't reach anybody on social media anymore because I, I am treated like a member of the Trump family by the Twitter social media algorithm. Totally tragically ironic, but that's, that's just a fact. Um, people aren't coming to my shows today. I got asked, when am I coming to Philadelphia? And I said, uh, I was just there. Thank you for not going. Um, so I don't, you know, somebody just asked me literally a few minutes ago, if I, if I was coming to, if I was going to be in Southern California and I was like, I have posted about this show 500 times. I've mentioned it on both of my podcasts. It's been in my last three monthly newsletters. There's literally, you couldn't be less of a fan if you don't, it's a weird, um, and, and, and maybe it's a little bit social media, of course, but it's also, I don't know, how, how little do you follow me? And once again, nobody owes me anything, but it's just, you know, once again, when it rains, it pours. So I, I get, and maybe I'm sound like a whiny bitch, but this, I can't tell you, this is, this is fucking devastating to me. And this is what I said 
before I filmed the special, I said, God, send me a sign. I said, if I crush this shit, I'll know that I should keep doing comedy. And if there's a technical error or something, then I'm going to have to take that as a sign also. And like a horror movie, I thought I had... I thought I had escaped. I thought I was on the path to making this thing work and, and getting it the platform and the attention it deserved. And, and by it, I also mean me. And my goal was to get it out sometime in February, or at least start pre-orders. That ain't happening unless I just fucking release it on YouTube and based on algorithms, what, get get get, get 14,000 views and um, 88 bucks from YouTube? <laughs> Um, but I also know that that's the best I can do that, that product from a comedy standpoint is the best I can do. There is, there is, and this is one of those things. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a sport. I feel like I'm losing because the scoreboard malfunctioned, not because another team beat me. And so I'm just updating you because I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm headed off to San Jose tomorrow to what will undoubtedly be a lightly attended show in Northern California, but probably with some very lovely, well-meaning, supportive fans. So that always that's chicken soup for the comedy soul, of course. And then, God help us, hopefully people show up in Southern California for, for flappers. And then, thankfully, I mean, I have a show in Utah but I'm taking that week off and I'm going to be in Vegas and I'm going to be watching the Utah Jazz play, who ironically, ever since I booked my fucking trip to Utah, have been like the worst team in the NBA. So I jokingly, in a dark sense of humor, I've, I've often said I sometimes feel like the nothing from the never ending story. Like wherever I go, whatever I try to do or those things I care about or like, it seems to fuck up that too. So the Jazz are the only uh, entity having a worse time right now than me. So maybe we'll, uh, you know, fucking make out like uh, the gatekeeper and the key master in Ghostbusters or something and bring upon the apocalypse. You know, maybe I'll fucking jerk off in a Utah jazz bathroom and, the, and, a, and a crater will open in the, in the earth and swallow us all to hell. I don't know. But at this point, it feels like we're in a sort of bizarre, not afraid of making jokes about actually going to hell. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ron Reagan Jr. You always bring me back to a happy place. But the point is, uh, no need to fucking share shit or tell me any, I'm, I'm keeping, you know what? I'm consider this an exclusive to fans who subscribe to the podcast where I use my own voice. Uh, thanks for the quick therapy session, I guess, but this is, um, uh, emotionally catastrophic. And I know uh, there are worse things in life, but when your dream and career seem to um, disintegrate before your eyes in a most unexpected fashion, and once again, the material's there. We can release the album. I can release the video, but it's... I, pr I produced... I performed an Emmy, Grammy... Netflix viral worthy special. And of course, all those things are lottery tickets. Those are, but it is worthy. It is worthy of everything I just said. And it will, ne it will not get those. It will not achieve those and it will not even have a chance. And that's my recurring nightmare in comedy. And I just, 
like a horror movie, it, I thought we were done. This was like I thought we were driving off and we'd escaped whatever boogeyman has been haunting my comedy career. And it was like he was hiding in the fucking back seat and just slipped my throat. I think that's enough death references for just what amounts to comedy, uh, failure in comedy. But that's uh, that's the update on Half Blackface. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen to it. I deeply, deeply, deeply want to quit comedy, though. Um, I do. And, and the guy I spoke to on the phone, he says, don't let this be what makes you quit because the fact remains the reason he wants to reshoot it is because he watched the material and wants to make it the production, you know, clear up errors that were made in the, in the production. And it's not the guy who filmed its fault. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it was an unforeseen, I guess, thing because of this small venue. If I was performing in a 500 seat theater, this wouldn't have been an issue. If I had a robust enough comedy career, you know, somebody would have managed me. I would have an agent and somebody would have produced this, um, you know, for a platform or a platform would have pursued me. But this is what I, this, you, 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 this is, this is the best I could do, um, all around. And, um, obviously it's, it's, uh, a, a, an incredibly major setback. So there, there's your fun update from California. Now I'm going to go back and do seven and a half more hours of day job work. Um, uh, you know, because that's it. That's, that's, that's life. So thank you people who subscribe to this. Feel free not to share this. Um, I know some people may share it automatically. I ain't mad at you, but keep this, we'll keep this in the jail locker room. So whatever the 300, 700, 400, 900 people who subscribe to this podcast, just consider this, uh, an exclusive update from your ninth favorite comedian on what the fuck is happening with his comedy career. Um, but I needed to get it off my chest, so thank you. And um, if I speak to a human being, I will either cry or not, never stop cursing and throwing things. So I figured a podcast was a more therapeutic, sane way to express uh, the freight train that just fucking hit my comedy career and my gut. So, uh, yeah, see you in San Jose, Burbank, and Salt Lake City. And not sure you're ever going to see me fucking perform comedy again. Uh, because, um, you know, in the indignity, you, you, you know, I don't have a, pow a lot of power in this business to do things, but I do have the power to make it stop. And by not doing comedy anymore, I can uh, maybe find some peace. Uh, so, but who knows? I'll sleep on it and maybe I'll say, let's reshoot it. Let's give it another go so that my material that was fucking perfect perfectly timed, perfectly written, perfect for the moment, it will be totally, f half of it will be fucking irrelevant by the time we release it. So it's all, it's the, 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 you know, it's whatever you get, you get the point, right guys? I'm, I'm moping, I'm bitching, but now I got to get back to my day job. So thank you for listening. Consider this a depressing courtesy to my closest, most, uh, devoted fans. Uh, so thank you for being that, because this is certainly not directed at anybody uh, who listens to this show. You, By listening to this show, you've obviously demonstrated a, a, a different level of either appreciation or affinity for what I do. So I thank you. And yeah, I'll be back. Uh, you know, we got the Trump podcast tomorrow. We got, uh, I'll do another Righteous Brick next week, and then there'll be another train episode on my way home. And, uh, you know, it'll be time to reevaluate my life. Uh, and, and what I'm doing with it. Um, but this is, you know, I, I, 
I said it before I recorded it. I said, you know, jokingly, but I said, you know, if if it, but if it fucks up or the if something happens, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I, you don't just get positive signs or negative signs, or, or you know, sometimes it's a mixed bag. Uh, so who knows, guys? But have a uh, have a good week. Hope to see some of you in California, and uh, uh, yeah, we'll see you next Tuesday.